Disclaimer, we are not experts in any particular field. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical or legal advice. Welcome to the 9 o'clock mini-episode. Yay. Yay. These are always super exciting. So in my my parenting stuff that I do on TikTok and Instagram, I often use the analogy that a a partnered parenting relationship can look a lot like making a peanut butter and jelly. There's lots of ways to make a peanut butter and jelly. And ultimately, no matter how you get there, you have, in fact, achieved a peanut butter and jelly. And the same goes for parenting. Like, you and I do not have identical parenting techniques. Right, that's correct. But we we land on the similar similar spot of having happy, healthy, independent, able to function without us children. Like, that's our goal as parents. Right. So how we get there doesn't necessarily have to match as long as a they complement each other and b they've got the same goal right okay except last night i was making a peanut butter and jelly and um you made it wrong when you made yours okay so our eldest was trying to uh she's trying to provoke a fight provoke me into something on this yeah um so the because, way the way I'm, she's now here's here's the thing she's amused by our bickering at each other because that's all we ever do we don't actually fight we bicker just pick on each other and she thinks it's funny it is funny um okay so the way I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I think is different than a lot of people I hear his things I, I guarantee you there's people out there that do it like I do oh, I'm I'm quite sure our comment section is going to be full of. Yeah, Jack is right. This is going to be wrong. the uh, is a hot dog, a uh, hot dog or sandwich argument, essentially. It's a sandwich, but go ahead. Um, so the uh, the PBJ, essentially what I do is uh, I lob a little bit of uh, peanut butter on the bread or toast first. On both then, sides, though? No. You don't do it on both sides? No. Okay. Um, I, I, essentially, I, uh, I half the, the one slice of toast. Yeah. Put peanut butter on the one half. I add my jelly to the other, and then I mix them together. Oh. So it makes a PBJ paste, so to speak. That, mm, that sounds super appetizing. It's not I about how it sounds. Did, I thought you did peanut butter on both sides. No. Which is yeah. equally wrong. What, and sandwich the jelly in between them? Yeah, and sandwich the jelly uh, in between. No, I, uh, does any, do you remember the, um, I don't remember who made it. Goobers? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so there's in my view, did not taste that great. No, it didn't. Because you don't mix peanut butter and jelly together. You don't make a paste. Except you do when you chew it. Okay, but that's your mouth's job, not your butter knife's job. Still still getting the taste, though, on your tongue. No, 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 no. No, you you need the the compartmentalization. So (laughs) it's, it's a big slab of peanut butter on one side, a generous amount of jelly on the other side. You squish them together, so that way when you get a bite, you take a bite peanut butter side down, and the first thing that hits your tongue is the peanut butter. And then once that kind of clears, you get this jelly wash. Yeah. That is the superior way to make and consume a peanut butter and jelly. Now, I'm going to say this. That sounds all good and well, but do you know what I don't have to do when I do it my way? I don't have to clean jelly up off of everything because it oozes out of the sandwich. I've watched your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. The, okay, you take but, a bite and it's like a overstuffed burrito. Yeah, it just squirts out the other side. It's like the Cheeto dust. You get to lick it up later <laughs> without the barrier shirt. of the bread. <laughs> not no, you're shirt. the only one who wears your food. No, I'm not. I do not wear my food. So 
the way you that get it in your beard. The well, that's my beard. the The way that uh, the 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 way that I make my PBJ. Here's the thing: is it's pretty much how I prepped my food in general. You just mix everything together violently. No, nope. I uh, forget I, texture and taste. I take a more logical approach to my. Oh uh, my, my food, Lord! I uh, I I go for. Uh, if you pre-chew the food, then there's less effort in getting it down <laughs> into your gullet. Pre-chew it. <laughs> like a baby bird. That sounds appetizing. Um, yeah. So ultimately, the way I do mine, there's a lot less mess and a lot less cleanup involved not to mention a lot less waste how would you know about cleanup you don't clean it up you are the perch the knife on the side of the cutting board in case you want another one later no that is not true at all that is that is too that true is not i i could open the dishwasher right now and there is a knife covered in peanut butter and that's your fault it won't be covered in peanut butter because i scrape it off <laughs> you'd have to uh you'd have to talk to our eldest about that she eats just as much peanut butter as i do she does she says we have like a five gallon bucket of peanut butter in our house and i don't very much enjoy peanut butter like peanut butter and jellies are a comfort food for me and so i don't eat them very often because i have lots of other comfort foods yeah it's very rare it's it's a specific mood i have to be in and i admit that i am snobby about peanut butter jelly bread like good peanut butter jelly sandwiches are on the absolutely awful highly processed Super squishy wonder white bread. <laughs> that is the best peanut butter and jelly bread. See, and I like the more gourmet breads for my PBJ. Which is interesting because I've taught you most everything you know about uh, food tastes. Like I, I claim whole credit for refining your palate. Yeah, I think that's fair. And you're over here like, yeah, no, I'll just eat any, any, anything. Well, when you met me, another example of uh, the way I would prep food, when we met, and we've done this on another podcast before, yeah. but uh, my- your, your rice- my, Yeah, my rice bowl thing, I would take fajita meat of whatever type, and like cheese the and rice. pre-cooked stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, and instant rice, too. Instant rice, frozen vegetables, or no, not even frozen, they no, were canned. No, they were frozen. They were frozen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I at least went for the frozen veggies. <laughs> Not the one soaked in salt water for yeah. unknown months. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was his food. Like, I didn't interrupt him. That's it. It was pre-cooked fajita meat, instant rice, and a bag of mixed vegetables. There might have been some seasoning in there. like some soy sauce. I think you would dump soy sauce no, in there. No, I don't do soy. I don't like soy. You dump, you, there was some sort of sauce. There, It was, uh, I think it was one of the seasoning, uh, not like Old Bay, Friends. but... Anyway, yeah, that was that was what he ate every day for lunch, for like two years. Horrified, um, he but, still doesn't cook in the house, mainly because we have established his method of cooking is mix everything together in one giant pot, so you don't actually have to taste or experience anything. It's just means to an end for him. Everything but my spaghetti. If you're not having an, a drop of Italian blood in you, you have very high standards for Italian food. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like you'll eat any version of Italian food, but like you can you can pinpoint why it's bad Italian food. Yeah, I will criticize it. Well, it's it's one of the again, it comes down to the utility of it. Uh everything's mixed in one bowl 
There's no like having to assemble a bite. It's just no. In fact, with scoop and swallow, scoop and swallow, folks. With, with the Italian food, it's the opposite side of the utility. So, I much prefer like handmade noodles. I'm not making you handmade noodles. You don't have to. That's why they have restaurants. <laughs> uh, shout out to our favorite Italian restaurant, a local shop to Norman, Oklahoma, called Victorious. Yes. If ever okay. you're in Norman or South Central Oklahoma and have the opportunity to get into Norman, on Main Street is a little shop called Victoria's. Life-changing. Order the cheesy garlic bread and anything with Alfredo sauce on it. I was going to say, for, and this is coming from the person who does not much prefer Italian food. No, Italian food is my least favorite genre. Yeah, sure. We'll of food. Um, genre uh, ethnicity. Of food, does food have ethnicity? It has origins. Yeah, food origin. There you go. Um, but that's that's one restaurant where I can almost always suggest it, and you're like, yes, yeah, let's go try. Let's let's go let's, see what the line looks like. Yeah, there's always a line. There's there yeah there is it's it's a little shop. Actually, they recently expanded because it used to be even smaller than it is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like some, with something like Italian food, with that, uh, I much prefer to wait. For like the handmade stuff rather than to go someplace where it's all pre-made and ready right. to go. Because ultimately, see, to me, Italian food for me is the ultimate like taste and food experience. It's it's filling. Um, there's a whole bunch of different flavors that can be used. And it is also comfort food. Right. Like a good lasagna, good spaghetti. Right. Um there, there are other foods that I like like that. Like, okay, so take Mexican food, for example. And here in Oklahoma, um, the, for those who, who've not really been to the, the southern states much, there's a thing called Tex-Mex. Right. And it's, it's, it's Mexican food, but it's Texas style, I guess would be a way to put it. I think everybody knows what Tex-Mex is. Okay. I think the difference is that most people don't realize there is kind of a significant difference between Mexican food and Tex-Mex. Right. Well, here in Oklahoma, we have, we have a, a, a decently sized. We, we have we Latino have a large population, Latino yeah. population, yeah, and which which comes with a decent number of actually Mexican restaurants, restaurants. Restaurants, yeah, and that's another one where I will take the authentic over the mimic any day, right? Any day. Yeah, the, uh, the restaurant we go to, the the Mexican restaurant we go to, is called Los Compadres, also in Norman, because we live near Norman. Yeah. And they they are a hybrid. They are one of those that, um, first of all, when you walk into a restaurant and it is filled with Latinos, that is a good sign. Right. Um, and not just Latino staff members, but Latino patrons right. who are enjoying the food there. And we learned you have to know what questions to ask because they have the Tex-Mex menu for all the white people coming in there that just want tacos and burritos. Yeah. Um, but then if you get to know them, you can ask for, you can ask for the tomatillo salsa, salsa and they'll bring you out the good stuff. Yep. You, you can, you can ask for, for specific dishes and they're not on the menu, but they are like Los Compadres when they have them in stock serves, um, Nepales, Nopales. I don't know how to say that word. The cactus, they serve cactus, yeah, yeah. but it's not on the menu. You have to know to ask if they have the cactus that day. And I'm so sorry I don't know how to pronounce that word. You'd think for as much Spanish as I do on Duolingo, 
I would know <laughs> how to pronounce that dish, but I don't, and I'm it's sorry. One of those that doesn't come up often. I don't actually prefer it. It's not my favorite. It tastes like green beans, and I don't really like green beans. Oh, see, I've had it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Anyway. But, but you're more into the fish. Yes. But you have to know to ask, and then you can get the real Mexican food. They'll happily serve yeah. it to you. They'll happily share it with you and charge you for it. But, like, I, I love that for them. You just, you have to know how to ask. We've eaten there so many times now. The uh, We don't even have to ask the salsa yeah, anymore. The, the, the he the just guy brings that, it out. It's almost always the same waiter, too. I think he might be one of the co-owners. Yeah. Uh, it's a small, I don't think there's anybody there that isn't either an owner or related to the owner. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a family restaurant. Um, but anyway. Yeah, he sees us come in, and he kind of already knows what we're looking for. Yeah. It's funny. We, we are one of those, we order the same thing every time. Just about, yeah. Just about. Um, the kids always get tamales. I always get something called the Sooner Special. You and Abby are the only kind of wild cards. You guys will change it up from time to time. Yeah, it's all good, though. But anyway, um, so the- Jackson still makes peanut butter and jelly wrong. So well, don't pre-mix it. My, my it, that's what I was getting at originally is it's completely a utility thing for me because ultimately. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me you min-max? Yeah. In this case, it's, uh, it's a hundred percent min-maxing. Who the, min-maxes I, a sandwich? Well, the, uh, a messy sandwich, especially this, uh, in this case, that's what it boils down to. I, I choose to make it the way I do here. It doesn't change the taste to me at all. It changes the texture, though. Oh, it doesn't to me. I, ultimately, it's peanut butter. There, nothing's going to trump peanut butter texture. You were the only autistic human on the planet without food texture issues, I swear. No, I do have some food texture issues. Just not that one? Well, a, a tomato. Speaking yeah. of Italian ah. food, I love the taste of tomato. I cannot stand the texture in my mouth. Yeah. It, it is so off-putting to me, but... I eat a lot of stuff that has tomato in it. Like I said, I love the flavor of it. Yeah. You eat all the salsa. Yeah. All the spaghetti sauce. Yep. You don't eat tomato soup, though. No, I don't. That's, it's, I don't know if that's a, I don't think it's a textural thing for the tomato soup. I think it's an acidic thing there. Maybe. It, it tends, I've, I've had it before. It tends to give me heartburn. Yeah. No, I see that. Anyway, um, so how do you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Um, do you make PBJ slop like Jack? <laughs> do you, are you a peanut butter one side, jelly on the other like Gwenna? Um, are you some sort of heathen that does peanut butter on both sides and a slippy slide of jelly in the center? Um, let us know in the comments and we will attach a little survey if you're listening to us on Spotify Yeah. to, to uh, let us know how you make PBJ and please for the love of all that is holy good right and pure in this world do not let Jack know that he is right if he is in fact right okay that's it we're done right okay. yeah that's good. this has been a production of pleasant peasant media for questions suggestions professions of adoration or to discuss sponsorship opportunities email info at pleasant peasant media.com <laughs> <laughs>